Chadwick Osman, November 18th, 2020 on a Wednesday evening, and we are discussing the Rumble app right now, because the Rumble app finally accepted my videos that I've uploaded to there, and man, it shows that I got like 200 views on the first one, and 50 views on the second one, and like crazy amount of views, I wasn't expecting it to say that I had so many views, and on top of that, it says that I have 40 followers, that in every, every like, 10 minutes I get a new notification from the application saying that I have a new follower and I don't I don't believe that they're real followers I believe they're robots because like who the hell is gonna follow me for these silly videos I'm making they're not that great honestly to be honest if I with with compared to I mean I know how to make good videos and I know what a good video is and these are not good videos that I've shared to the application so far maybe one of them was actually but it was not that good and 40 followers 40 or 50 followers in like the period of two days you know those can't be real people the fact is i've been posting on many other platforms and i don't get followers on the other platforms like that it just doesn't happen so i'm just kind of ex i'm just kind of saying you know like just so to make people aware it's kind of built like tiktok where tiktok gives you the fake followers and so does rumble it's just it's just funny how these applications are built to to make you kind of become more addicted to them. And I'm not saying that Rumble actually created the bots. It might have been somebody else that created the bots. Sometimes, sometimes people actually create bots and they put them onto their onto their enemies slash competitors platforms to slow the whole platform down in general, and also to make it less less uh, less desirable. So so. If, for example, if, for me, if I'm seeing all these bots come on following me and there's not a lot of humans following me, it's not going to make me, like, attracted to the application. And that that might be that the enemy to Rumble, maybe YouTube, has decided to create a bunch of bots. YouTube being Google has decided to create a bunch of bots and send them at, to attack Rumble so that it makes me not desire to be on Rumble. But, you know, I'm going to keep posting on Rumble because... Uh, there are real people on there, and it is growing. It's it's actually growing very fast right now because mainstream conservative media, as I mentioned yesterday, is bringing it up in the conversation consistently. I'm seeing, I'm seeing, oh, parlor, parlor this, rumble that, even MeWe. This, I've never even used MeWe, but like these are. The, these are the places that are just being talked about for some odd reason. These are the three that they decided to really start pushing just this past month, this past November, this this November. It, they're just consistently talking about these and burning them up. So am I now. I'm burning them up because they're burning them up because I go to where the people are. People don't come to where I am. I learned that. I learned that when I quit using my Facebook page and I quit using my and I deleted my Instagram and I deleted my medium blog and I before I had deleted all of those things I posted I posted a bunch of times like hey guys you got to come follow me on my gab you got to come follow me on my minds you got to come follow me on bitshoot none of those people came over and followed me on these platforms I mean they might they might listen to my content on these platforms but they didn't create accounts because the platforms are, you know, they're public platforms. You don't need to have an account to listen to the content. So they might be listening to the content, but they are not creating accounts on the on the platforms and following me to give me the the boost of a uh, what do you call it? What, what's that called? It's not adrenaline. It's um, it's it's that 
that good stuff, you know. They're not giving me that good stuff. But that's all it's all good. I don't really care how many followers I have. If I cared how many followers I have, I probably wouldn't have deleted my Instagram and Facebook page, which had like my one Facebook page had around a thousand people following me on or yeah, I had about a thousand people like what do you call it? Following? Is it following on Facebook? No, liked. I got I had like a thousand likes. The other one I had, which was uh, I mean, and that one didn't matter. That was actually I don't know who those people that liked my account or that page where those people didn't matter to me so I deleted that no problem then I had my music page which had around like 400 500 followers which those people did kind of matter to me a bit more because those were local people that had chosen to follow me and they actually had kind of like meaning to our relationship was actually in person like I had actually met each one of those people that had followed me throughout life whether it have been in college or or after college through through going to open mics and going to sh- music shows and just c- consistently trying to to I was just consistently trying to meet people at the shows and meet people it's so easy cuz every single person that does music has a has a ha- pretty much has a Facebook and they have like a page for their music so they're easy to find if they if they're up there on the stage and they say hey come check out my Facebook page which a lot of them do I usually am the one dude that actually does do that who goes to their Facebook page well that I was not now I'm not a big Facebook fan anymore but I was the one person that would go to their page and like their page and then I would ask them to follow my page if if they if they if I'm following their page they're probably going to like my stuff because my stuff has to do with music and in, in general and that was my thing with Facebook and how I built that whole community there um before I deleted it the page that is I still have my Facebook account but that's and I don't use my Facebook account for very much anymore but I do have a Facebook account but I deleted all my Facebook pages and I also deleted my Instagram which had like I don't know maybe 500 followers on it and uh, I pretty much had some decent content on there that was deleted it's been deleted forever but I recently actually a few months ago two or three months ago now have created a new Instagram Uh, I've been started I started post like I like the whole reason I'm talking about all this is because I realized I have to go to where the people are not people won't come to me and that's how it is regardless of the censorship that goes on there and the narrative that they're pushing and and it not being the best place to to consume content, I have to be there creating content just because there's people there that are not going to leave there and they're stuck in their mindset of staying on there because they see their friends are there. So therefore, they're, they feel more comfortable there. So therefore, I need to be there and I need to be creating content that is reaching the people there. Um, I don't really need to be there. You know, not, it's not a big deal. I could delete my Instagram page again or my... and. I have a Twitter too. I can delete my Twitter. I don't even have any. I don't even know who the people, crazy people on Twitter are following me. I got like crazy amount of some some actually like big name followers are following me that I don't even know. Um, like with like where they have like the check mark and they're like they have like thousands and thousands and thousands upon thousands of followers and like they never leave comments on my shit. They never they never let me acknowledge my posts or anything on there. I never rarely do I get. That's like the worst place for my engagement is Twitter. I never get engagement on Twitter, but I do like to go on Twitter often just to follow what Trump is saying and to follow some uh, different people like Elon Musk is on there. I like to follow his, some of his stuff is good and funny. And I also used to be into crypto and a lot of the crypto people were on Twitter. But um, what else is good on Twitter? Twitter's just, it's a good place to, it's a good place to 
follow big names, famous people, because they all have Twitter accounts, and it's a good way to stay up to date on politics, but recently it's been more, more censorship has been going on there than in the past, and it's been pretty crazy how much has been going on there, and that's why... That's why these mainstream media conservatives are pushing forward, like I said, Rumble, Parler, and uh, the MeWe, whatever the freak it is. I gotta, I'm about to just start using, I I don't know, I might, I think I'm gonna use it, just post some stuff. I'll probably repost my Gab post there like I do, the same thing as Parler. I repost my Gab post pretty much to every freaking platform, because I just love my writing so much, I'm like self obsessed with my own writing that I like to share it everywhere and I really got to come up with a better content strategy than I have right now I pretty much just spam my same posts everywhere I gotta like I gotta like make them more genuine to each platform for example LinkedIn I should I've been trying to make it more LinkedIn presentable as in like saying hey LinkedIn peoples in the beginning of the in the beginning of the writing I, I say hello LinkedIn dot 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 or like hey snapchatters what's good or like hit like you know like for each platform you gotta like really talk to the people when i say talk to the people i mean talk to the platform that's at least what um that gary v dude says gary reiner chuck and uh he seems to know his shit about social media so i i listen to him and i listen to what he says even though he's on all the leftist platforms a big he's a big fan of twitter google facebook um, he's he's pushing all of the, all of the stuff that I'm not a, that I'm not is not part of my narrative exactly. But I still listen to him because he has some powerful powerful thoughts about about what social media is. It's like the how and how it how it came to be and why if you're not on it and using it consistently, you're pretty much not known of in society. You know, he's he. I mean, he's pretty much. A, Welcome me to the idea that it's I have my own media company right now. I'm I'm just as good as any any newspaper that I would have paid to have my stuff on or you know, I don't need to pay a newspaper to have my writing in it. I don't need to pay a TV TV channel to put my advertisement on there. I don't need to pay um what other f- forms of news are there? That's pretty much it. What is it? TV, newspaper, a magazine. I don't need to pay a magazine to have my stuff in there. You know, I can I can create it all for free with these different platforms and put it out for free. And and what I mean is not only am I getting my stuff out there in front of people for free, but I'm also putting my stuff out for free. And I'm not charging people like say a magazine subscription would charge people to see the magazine every month or a TV. Well, you, you got to pay your monthly cable bill or or newspapers, you got to pay your newspaper bill or whatever, you know, it's, it's that I'm putting it out there for free because I want to bring value to people because the more value that I put out there for free, the hope is in terms of what Gary Vaynerchuk has said is that eventually that, that value will come back to me somehow, hopefully in, in some kind of way. I don't know what it's going to be but the more i'm putting this podcast out there for free right now i hope you're all enjoying this and maybe learning a few things from it you know you're learning about these different applications and about my thoughts on gary v and my thoughts on uh 
entertainment, my thoughts on you're learning you're learning um from a twenty something year old his viewpoints in the world that you may or may not connect to, and my th- thoughts are valuable to you because if you learn how other people think and and other people in my age genre and where I grew up Pennsylvania I'm currently I've been living here for a long time in Pennsylvania you know you're getting you're getting that kind of viewpoint that you're not going to get from other creators on the internet who are maybe from Florida or from or from California that are making podcasts my my thoughts are going to be completely different than those people's and that's that's the value that I bring to you. I'm, I mean, there's more value than that. The value that I bring is also I make some pretty damn good video content. I know how to edit with all the Adobe products. I can edit up. I'm starting to get into making memes with the Adobe Photoshop, and uh, I'm really good with all of the Adobe products. I'm, Adobe's freaking awesome, except for it's really too expensive to pay um, if you're not getting a deal of some kind like I, I'm currently paying for the college plan deal even though or not the college plan it's like the school plan I told them I'm still in school but you know when I say I'm still in school it's like I'm going to be in school for life because I'm always learning so that's what I told them when they asked on the phone they're like so are you still in school and I'm like uh, yeah I'm still in school I'm still learning and they, they gave me the school discount for that and I was just like all right that's cool thank you I'm not going to pay the full price and there's no way I'm going to pay the full price because it's even the school price is over expensive. I paid like 200 or 300 bucks for this year. And that's like the school price. But it's worth it for me because I, I do use Adobe every, not as much anymore actually. I used to use it like every day, every other day. And I'm, that's how I got good at it is because I spent so much time on it. But now I use it less because I have the phone, cell phone applications and stuff that are just becoming very, very um powerful things these cell phone applications like like uh trailer trailer is great for editing videos fast simple and you can do things that it would take me half an hour to do on adobe 15 minutes to half hour to do on adobe i can do it in 10 seconds on trailer it's now it's not as good and there's not as many options for effects and there's not as many it doesn't allow you to to really edit it how exactly how you want to do it but it does do it does do it does the job fast if you want to do quantity over quality that's the thing to do is like going back to what Gary V says you know quantity over quality so this is a that's the end of this podcast here i've been talking for way too long since since uh not too many people even really listen to these podcasts currently because I haven't shared. I haven't. I have to really post them. I have to post these things up on the platforms where I have people that actually listen to my content so they can actually hear this stuff. So I hope you enjoyed. Enjoy. Gab.com slash Chadwick Eisman, BitChute.com slash Chadwick Eisman, and many other places.